It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's a fucking, how long do you have to listen to the clowns of clown world laugh Before you start laughing and putting on clown makeup and clown shoes and a nose Boy and we're back with another episode of Bones and Tuz. We're here with you tonight to give you everything you want to hear and more. Man, glad to be back. It feels longer than a week, though, somehow. Yeah. Time's funny these days. It is. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, it's starting to move on. Yeah. yeah. The key the key world is not this world anymore. Yeah, I'm pretty All the beams are broken. <laughs> I tell you, earlier, I uh, we were driving home, and we pulled into the alley where my garage is at. Yeah. And a couple houses down. I noticed there was a basketball hoop, like, there in the yard, in the neighbor's yard, and I was like, when the fuck, it was old. I was like, when the fuck did that get there? It's always been there. That's what what Toby said. She said it's always been there. I was like, no, it hasn't. (laughs) So I explained to her how I'm pretty sure that whatever version of Tubbs was in this version of this universe. He's dead now. He perished somehow. He got sucked into the void. And I took his place Yeah, in one where there wasn't a basketball hoop down the street. To shout out the movie with Jet Li, the one, do you feel any more powerful? Uh, really bad indigestion. That's about <laughs> it. That's not anything different, really. No, no, it's actually a, it's a, it's a net... Uh, net loss? Net loss, yeah. I figured out, you know, I talked to you earlier, yeah, I'm sure everybody else is interested, because I'm sure they're feeling the same feelings on a, you know, on and off basis. But uh, we talked about... Sometimes you slide into those depressive states. Yeah, yeah. Anxious states. I find myself here lately in a depressive state. And it's linked directly to uh, finances. Yeah. Right? So I figured out how I'm going to fix my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to join women's MMA. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to win all the prize money and that'll fix my problems. Tell me I can't. So I'm not going to tell you you can't. I'm just going to say, you know, I, I bet you you'd be surprised you get into that ring with some of these some of these women. They might they might beat the shit out of you. That's fine. But I mean, how I guess for you maybe that's a win win. You know, it's a win. <laughs> I'll just start shooting. Train. You know, you either you either win because uh, shit, you win you win and you win money, or you win because you got roughed up by a, by a woman. If that's your thing, I don't know. No, I mean, if I feel like a you know, if I quit my job, I took out my my retirement that would last me longer than a year. You know, I could get a side job too. Mm-hmm. Start doing uh, maybe Dianabol, Trimbalin, testosterone, yeah. all the drugs, and then finding a way to match that in the urinalysis. You know, and then I just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm a woman, and I look like Randy Savage." Yeah, and I go in there and I just start fucking them up, just thrashing. Yeah, yeah. they're like, "Man, that that fight was really good." She almost knocked his fucking teeth out, but he grabbed her by the hair and smashed her head in the ground. Yeah, that's like his go-to move. I mean. Everyone's equal now, so no one can call me anything. 
Well, I mean, that's that's the, that's the route they're going. So you're not wrong, I guess. What was that? Do you watch the new South Parks? No, I haven't watched any of the last there's season. Some, there's some woman's name. Like there's a there's an episode. I think um, who was it? Cody Smith showed it to me the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like this female who's a the champion at every female sport, and it's Randy Savage. <laughs> they accentuate his giant package the entire time. <laughs> I don't know, like. Yeah, he's going around speaking to high schools about being the best. And I tell you, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone have had their finger on the pulse for so long. Yeah. I'm surprised they've gone untouched. They might as well just have doctorates. Well, that's the thing. I they ne- I can't say they've gone untouched. I mean, there's always been people. Been like, canceled, remember though. when they first came out? Oh, yeah. And there was a lot of hubbub about them. Like... Because of the things they were doing, you know, like they have talking poop on their show and stuff like that. They're like the only successful show on Comedy Central anymore, though. Like that show's, or that that channel's like dead. Yeah. They're the ones out there saying shit like, you know, Randy Savage should be the women's champion in all women's sports. Those dudes are straight savages, anyways, because they like, not only like, they went to, they got some award from like, like some sort of uh, left leaning publication or something like that. And they went on stage and were like, huh. Joke's on you. We're Republicans. <laughs> Which I don't actually think they're Republicans. They I just think. said it to troll. Oh, yeah, most definitely. They're all about the troll. Yeah, they're, they're, I would say they're either a heavy anarchist or strong libertarian. I'd say they're like almost, I almost would want to call them centrist. Mm. Like, but still below the, the line towards libertarian, mm. you know? Because a lot of theirs is just common sense. I'm surprised they got that one episode through. Remember the Muhammad one? They that you can't see that anymore. Oh, they pull it down. Like you can't watch any. There's there's a couple episodes. Like there's one. They still got it through though, which is big dick energy. Because look at Charlie Hebdo. Like that dude's been getting fucking employees now, attacked for I tell a long you, time. I tell you what though, they did one back in the day that they took down eventually too, where it didn't get any. It didn't get any heat. Yeah. Because at the time it wasn't a thing to get pissed about seeing images of Muhammad. Yeah. But there was an episode. About the super best friends. Do you remember that? I do. Where it had Jesus and Buddha and Moses and Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, All the fictional uh, and it had Muhammad, right? He had yeah. fire breathing powers, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. And um, that one didn't catch any heat. But then when they made it a thing that they were going to show an image of Muhammad, it it, it it went out of control. There's actually, I believe, to my memory, there is three episodes that you can't find because of that. Yeah. And it's not because of them. They actually did it to piss off Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> they've been wanting... Like, I'm pretty sure there is... There, for the last few years, they've, they've kind of been edging towards trying to force them to cancel them, right? Yeah. Which, in this day and age, I don't see it being a problem anymore because... Corporate submission to the status quo is pretty normal now, considering uh, we were just talking about earlier the whole thing where the publisher of Dr. Seuss books are, is no longer going to be publishing, I believe it's three if I, books. If I ran the zoo, is one of them. Yeah. I forget yeah. the other ones. Uh, one I'll about, tell you. One about a zebra. Yeah. And I can't recall the, the third one. I'll have to see if we can look them up. I tell you, I've been trying to do this Amazon business where I sell things, although somehow they're fucking my brains out. I only posted eight things last month, mm-hmm. two or three of which sold because I'm still learning how to do it proper. Yeah. They say you get like 100 or 200 postings a month, but anyway, I can't. Uh, anyway, could you imagine, like right here, Zero Hedge has got this one book going with 35 bids, 
They pay $10 in shipping, which is ridiculous because media shipping is cheap. Mm-hmm. But look at that bid. Holy shit. Well, yeah. Well, like, na- especially now because it's the publishers that said it's. And that's the thing I have to reassess here because like people are getting mad about it. It's like, but the publishers, which are a private entity, said they're not publishing anymore. That was their own choice. I don't know. I would. I wish that there was. I had had more time before I found out about it because I feel like it needs a, a deeper look. I agree. If they don't want to publish it anymore, that's their business. But well, and that's the thing, and we talked about this before. Is the notion of freedom of the press and freedom of speech? Those are freedoms against the government intervening in it. You know what I mean? Like those big fights. I feel like in the latter part of this of this century are kind of over to an extent. But I mean, there's other ones that are still like the right to privacy is a whole other yeah bugamaroo that the government can't seem to listen if you can't seem to get over but like the notion of like like and i'll have to say uh, if anybody championed the notion that like you can't stop somebody from publishing something that doesn't defame them because you can you can stop defamation let me let me say this and see what you think about it let me check your pulse okay if you decided i would assume that and this is me assuming a lot so correct me at any point if uh, let's say you're the you're the publisher of the of the Dr. Seuss books, mm-hmm. if you don't want to publish it anymore, those books that should then go into either the free domain or should be up for buying. I mean, because if you're, are you just shelving? So they should. So intellectual they should. property. Well, see, that's a, but that's the thing though. Like, if somebody else is like, "Fuck it, I'll buy it. I'll buy the property of those." Well, books. you can buy it. Yeah, yeah. Somebody could buy, offer to buy it all day and make money off of it. It's whether or not they actually want to sell it. Right. You know, and I, I, I am a staunch believer, like, to an extent of, like, when it comes to copyright, right, I, I, I think there's something to it. Now, some of it's a bit extreme. How do you mean? Well, okay, let's take case in point. The Happy Birthday song. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, did you know that up until recently, I think it's good to go now. Yeah. Like, you're noticed in TV and movies and stuff, sometimes, like, if they were singing, a ha- it was somebody's birthday, they didn't sing the normal happy birthday song. Right. I'm not going to sing on here because I can't remember if this got resolved or not. It did get resolved, but you don't have to sing it unless you really want to. No, I'm good. Okay. But we all know what we're talking about. Yeah. But they never sang it on a lot of TV and movies. You're like, I wonder why they're using this weird one I've never heard before, right? Well, there's a reason for that. Because supposedly the happy birthday song was copyrighted back in the 1920s. And because of the way copyright laws are written, uh, it continued to be owned by somebody, and if you wanted to use it in some sort of media, you had to pay. Yeah, yeah. Whitey's got to pay. So that being said, a lot of people just like did a runaround on that, and just like, well, fuck it, we won't use it. Then we'll do some other stupid happy birthday song. Yeah, because we ain't paying you. Yeah, we're not gonna pay you. Fuck you. <clears throat> Which I mean, cool. <laughs> yeah. Because and to an extent, but on the other end of it, like I feel like to an extent, I believe in copyright. Like, say, for example, I think, I'll get it wrong, but I'm pretty sure that after the author of something dies, there is 30 years. Yeah. Stays in the family for that long. Okay. It stays in the family for, the property stays in the the trust or whatever for 30 years Mm -hmm. where you get money from it. But then after 30 years... I believe you can apply for another. The family, the extension. estate, can apply for another thirty-year extension. Yeah. On top of the author's death, I'm. I could be wrong on that. It could be longer. It might be forty years. Mm-hmm. It's in that I, wheelhouse. 
but it's in that wheelhouse. Let's put case in point. I've actually looked up a few intellectual properties to see when they were going to pop. There for a while was important because we were worried about, or I was worried about uh, third shift, and I could only read books that weren't copyrighted. Yes, and that's how I on, found out too. On the fake internet. Um, <laughs> like, worked. for example, I'm pretty sure The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien, it has to do with the author's death and when it was published, right? Mm-hmm. I believe those are the two combined. Actually, no, I think it just has to, no, it's when it was published and when the author died. Yeah. Those are two factors you have to apply with copyright. I thought the timer started on uh, his death, though, so like, or his or her death. It does and it doesn't, right? So it, it starts once it's created, but there's like a separate timer that does it. It's like a two-hinged lock or a two, like, yeah. Double barrel, whatever you want to call it. You know more about locks than I do. I get you. Like, so The Hobbit's going to drop before The Lord of the Rings will drop. For sure. Right? Because there inevitably... Ma- There's a decent amount of years in between the two, right? Like a decade. Yeah. But the thing is, the author died at the same time. So by the by one standard, it should all go at the same Phase time. Phase one but of it, the lock had been but initiated it won't. before. So like case in point, like H.P. Lovecraft. Like yeah. half of his work is free domain. It's public domain. You can You can read it. Now, does Anywhere. that, does but, that to give you the right to do like a shitty, or not say shitty, but like say a really cheap paperback and then sell it as an individual? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, look at Dracula. Yeah. Or Frankenstein or anything like that. You Both could t- really Right now, books. you could literally put those books to print. Now, you got to make sure you put the proper uh, credits in place. Which one's your favorite? What do you mean? Between the two. Dracula. <laughs> I fucking love that book. Me too. I love both of them. But Dracula, like... Frank- I feel like Frankenstein, so, and that's a matter of when it was written, right? So, Frankenstein was written like early in the Romantic period. Yeah. And it's very, how do I put this? Flowery, right? So, it's like, it's not, it's high concept, but they don't get into the nitty gritty at all, right? I like the. And there's not a lot of character development. It's just like, a, it's like an epic, right? Yeah. But like Dracula gets into the nitty-gritty you get characters in that and not only that he took it to another level where the whole thing is basically excerpts from people's journals yeah. and phonographs i and love stuff that. Like that i love that writing style yeah 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 like i dig i've read dracula i think three times yeah, me, me i love too. i love dracula all mine on third shift <laughs> <laughs> but that's public domain and that's the thing like so that's why like you see every fucking uh uh tv or movie studio and stuff like that they all do dracula movies because they can because yeah. it doesn't matter anymore dracula is public domain yeah i really liked uh dracula for its writing style and character development i also like the original you know dracula monster if you call it a monster versus what it turned into oh yeah yeah yeah. i'm always been like i don't <laughs> i feel like this has gone off the rails i mean we're not we don't have a, I, we don't have a show topic i consider so. myself a connoisseur of horror right you yeah. know this i've always i've I wrote, like, when I was in college, I wrote papers about American horror. Like, it's always the, the whole- American f- whores? Oh, American horrors too. Sorry, I need to charge this these headphones. But, because <laughs> the whole thing, it fascinates me to no end, right? Yeah. And, uh, shit, what was I saying? We were comparing uh, Frank- Frankenstein and Dracula, and you were talking about you writing- Oh, okay, vampires, vampires, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like- I like now they're shiny. That, in and the that's sunlight. the problem is that we they try to humanize vampires, and I think there's a problem with that. Like <laughs> vampires are ghouls. Yeah. Right. They are not human. The only th- the the and this is where I think people get confused is because they think one there's something romantic about being immortal, mm-hmm. and two 
they think there's something there's like some like connection between like coming out in the night and like feasting on someone's life force you, you know such, and it seems, it seems you such power and such immortality and yet like, you're so fragile you have to you have to make contact with somebody in order to do what you do which to them i guess is perceived as sexual hey there i'm bill i might have to suck on your neck and they they try to humanize these characters right but the problem is is that i prefer my vampires as bloodthirsty ghouls who are just masquerading they're just passing as humans well, they also have thought control I mean, like he had a lot of power. Yeah. And when that, when I finally read that for the first time, where he was, uh, somebody was observing him out the window of the castle mm-hmm. at night, and he's like, just no big deal, crawling up the wall. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like that shit hit different. Uh, that, like that, to me, I've always enjoyed those stories. Like, let's take case in point, or at least the ones that like give you they 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 for initially give you that that normal. Uh, uh, let's take like Brad Pitt interview with the vampire style, but then they take it like they're just they're really they're just like I said they're just masquerading uh, just under the surface they are fucking animal they're not human right yeah uh, like Lost Boys what was the name of that one you just said which one uh interview with a what interview with a vampire okay the or a interview because interview did. with a vampire yeah I believe is what it's called. you just touched on a you touched on a um. Mandela effect. Is that a Mandela effect? Yeah. Did I say the vampire? Well, you said it the right way. I oh. think I'll have to go back in the editing and listen. I believe it used to be interview with the vampire, but they changed it to interview with a vampire. Okay. So you look at like, uh, like I said, Lost Boys. Yeah. Right. Or um, a good example of this is like Thirty Days of Night. Yeah. Right. They those vampires aren't even hardly. I wouldn't even know if you could say they're passing as human. Like if you pass one on the street in the dark, you might just think it's just another person. Oh look! But that if you might saw be that motherfucker like in the fucking in the club, you'd be like, "Yeah, shit, <laughs> fuck him." Insert gun just like sound. that. <laughs> Insert new gun sound. <laughs> now I'm gonna finish up with this real quick with Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I really liked all those things that we said we both enjoyed about Dracula. But the one thing that really draws me to almost put Frankenstein at number one for me was the obsession that Dr. Frankenstein had with his goal. Yeah. And there were things in there that he talked about with, like, the ether. I really like the fact that we've all forgotten. We haven't forgotten, but, you know, back in the day, it used to be accepted science that ether was a real thing. And that's another thing. I will touch on that is I've read Frankenstein twice, right? Yeah. And... Upon first, I was disappointed yeah. by the story, but then I read it years later after I'd learned about like esoteric things and whatnot. So and, much in and that alchemy book. and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that, and I was like, "Oh, that hits differently." I was like, "Yeah, this totally hits different now." I think the third time I read it, I'd already read the Kybalion, and I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, there, she's totally, she's totally touching on all that. She shit. was on board, and it's also a complete and an utter. I find it a complete and utter defront to god like yeah in and of itself like, i mean at the same time though do you think he created a spiritless homunculus that's pretty much what he did i think like <laughs> well played, that but that's though he played did like he? a he played like a bastardized version of god did he right did he create it you don't know that's the fucking mystery well what if, here's here's what another if, what if he created now think about it like this like where it's like it's like nesting dolls right yeah what if he created something Better than God did. Wait, but at the same time. Because he was like impervious to disease. Yeah. And like super strong. But at the same time, he used God to create that. If you want to use the God argument. 
True, but I don't think that was God's creation. Well, we're talking about lightning, but he used man's obsession with God's, you know, nature's power to create this thing. You have a point there. It's heavy. Shout out third shift thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. But yeah, uh, back to back to uh, uh, copyright and whatnot. I feel like it shouldn't last as long as it does. No. Well, I don't know. I like. I don't know how I feel about the extension. I do agree that, like, say you created something, right? Mm-hmm. You like your your book that you've got on Amazon, The King's Fire: A Prophecy in Flame by just, uh, S. James Imhoff, that you can get a physical or digital or both copies of, and yeah. send a physical copy here, and he'll sign it, send it back to you. But anyway. Let's say something tragic, God forbid, happened to you. Mm-hmm. You would want the proceeds of that to go to your family. Oh, most definitely. Because, say you didn't have life insurance, or you didn't have a nest egg or something. Like a suckle off my proverbial teat for yeah, as long I mean, as they it, need to. Technically, it's your creation. Yeah. So you, it makes sense that they would have a 30-year period. Yeah, but I feel like it goes on too long, though. Like, Yeah, I mean, maybe, let's yeah, well, you're going to pay your 60-year-old child? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, fuck off out of here. Yeah, I, I think there needs to be maybe, a, a maybe, drop I, in that a little bit. And that's the other, like, because it's weird. It's a weird thing. You want your family to prosper from those things. But let's put it this way. When it comes to my writing and stuff like that, like, let's say tomorrow, like, Amazon contacted me and said, we want to adapt this. We want your rights, bitch. I'm going to be like, at this point, like, I'm going to pull a Stephen King and be like, fucking pay me. I get it. I'm not going to endorse this shit. Mm. I'm not going to be on board. With, unless you're like, we want you on board with the whole process. We want you in casting. We want you to do all this shit. Yeah. Then I will do all that You'd shit. You'd end up having all trans actors. And- you're going to, you, well, that's the thing. You're going to pay me. <laughs> but if you don't want me in any of that process, I want nothing to do with Give it. Give me a fat check and shut the fuck because up. Because you're going to put your own agenda in that thing, and it's not going to be my work anymore. Can I can I use that as an example for one more book that I want to talk to you about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a conversation, I don't remember who with this week, but we were talking about the changes in books into uh, modern day adaptations mm-hmm. and like how the message was in the original I Am Legend versus what it turned into in the movie. Oh my God, don't even talk about that. It's a great, it's a great comparison though. Yeah, but because like we talked about before, you know, you had this cat who was in England, right? Originally in the book, he was an Englishman. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he was English. I could be wrong. I've read I Am Legend. So have I. We both have. We could Google it. And I feel like he was like in L.A., <laughs> right? I'm Googling it right now. You might be mistaken because here's the thing. There is a, a book, a well-known book that we know, that original its original title was The Last Man in England. Maybe that's it. And that was 1984. That was the original title George Orwell had, by the way. I could be wrong, though. I don't remember. But I think it was it's set in L- I think it was set in L.A. Because um, the the first adaptation, The Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price, was set in L.A. And I believe the second adaptation, Omega Man with Charlton Heston, was also set in L.A. Yeah, I'm probably wrong. Probably got those two mistaken. But the message is totally... See, and that's the problem. Is that's is, the me- they, they missed the message in the transition. The closest... Yeah, you're they've right. got it. Was, in, they it didn't say L.A., but it was written by somebody different than I thought it was. So I'm probably confusing the two. 1954 post-apocalyptic horror novel by American writer Richard Matheson. Yeah, Richard Matheson. So I probably mixed up those two books. He also wrote, I believe, <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I believe he wrote What Dreams May Come. Oh my god! Yeah, such a good movie. Okay, so I read the book though. Uh, the closest I feel like they got to the original message 
uh, of I Am Legend, the original book, was the first adaptation that was Vincent Price, The Last Man on Earth. Yeah. And that original message being, <laughs> you're surrounded by this new society yeah. that's not human. And, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> and you go around during the day and you kill... It was Richard Matheson. Yeah, you kill our creatures. You kill our people, right? He became the vampire. Yeah. He became the legend. Yeah, that's what that's I... That's why the book is called I Am Legend, because he became... Like, where before the vampire stalked people at night... You, came, have, you, <laughs> you, have, you have the perception that he is the hero... Or the last man. No. Well, no, but you have that, like, that he's trying to, like, regain humanity. But it's right? already been lost. It's. I know that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, as you first pick it up and you read it, you think, like, you're in his perception. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, he's trying to survive his way of life. Yeah, he's, but doing the the end, he's doing the Lord's work. At yeah. the end, he's literally like Dracula in the castle. Yeah. He's surrounded by the new evolution, mm-hmm. and they're like, this motherfucker's coming out at night. Like, they sent in somebody to, like, masquerade as human yeah. in order to gain his trust. And then when it when it all came down to it, he's surrounded by these things, and they're doing the just thing by killing him because he's the monster. And he had found, and that's the thing. I think he had found a cure for it. Yeah. But like by that point, nobody wanted the cure, right? Because they're all fucking, they're all the new evolution. Yeah, they had figured out how to live with what they had. Somebody, somebody had hit me with it this week about how like you hear that was set in twenty twenty one, and it was based on the cancer virus vaccine and all this. I was like, yeah, I know those things from the movie, but have you read the book? Yeah, and they're like books, and I told them, and they're like, yeah. and their head popped, and candy came out, and I ate some. Did you eat some of it? Yeah, you know what it was? Was it bit of honey? Six luts. Six six luts. Six luts. Little, oh, chiclets? No, weren't they six luts? Little chocolate ones? Or those chiclets? They come oh. in a little like plastic sleeve. Like tootsie rolls? They're like little chocolate candies. They're like little chocolate candies wrapped, or they're chocolate balls that are ran around with candy coating. They're like M and M's, but better. I know what you're. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Shout out yeah. type two diabetes. Yeah, sixlets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I man. thought I thought we were gonna have to have like a uh, Peter versus Chicken fight because like one a- of us <laughs> was from a different universe. You know. Shout out Mandela. But <laughs> just hear crashing and and like <laughs> yeah. screaming. No, I said sixlets. <laughs> you're like, and I hear you pick up a hammer and it's over. Man, that lost me for a minute there. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck is he talking Thank about? Thank God we're both from Keystone, fellas. Otherwise, I just, <laughs> listen, I was about to start. Now. I was like. You talking about whoppers? You talking about <laughs> you talking about windbams? <laughs> What's that car in the the fucking god damn it the gunslinger, the one that changes cola uh, Coca Cola changes which it should because fuck them. Is it like um, <laughs> it doesn't matter? Nuzzacola or something? No, like yeah, Nuzzacola. And then there was a car. It was like a some other dumb man. Shit. I'm trying to remember yeah, now yeah, too. I know. It's been too long. I need to reread those again. I fucking love reading those like once a year. So skipped out. Yeah, the, 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 you get that a lot though in books. Context gets lost. Like, let's. I think my prime example, and this is one of those times where it's like, kind of where my mind is at when it comes to if my work were to be ad- adapted, I'd be in the same boat as this dude, and that's Alan Moore, who wrote V for Vendetta. Yeah, the original comic had a very specific message, and it wasn't. And and between the book and the movie, the message to like it didn't get completely lost, but it did get lost. Like the original message wasn't about like freedom, like and democracy. It was about anarchy. Yeah. True anarchy. Alan Moore is an anarchist. Yeah. And he's a fucking awesome dude too. Yeah. I never read that. 
man. Or is, you said it's just a, is it a comic book series or just a? Comic? Yeah, yeah. It's like a. It's probably about four or five parts. It's a graphic novel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's. I need to. I need to order. I that. used to have a copy of it. I don't know where that went. It's in the memory hole somewhere. But I had a copy of the original graphic novel, and what were the what were the stark differences? Well, for one, like I said, it wasn't about like is about basically it's fuck the government. Like oh. it doesn't matter what form of government it is. That sounds pretty it's harsh. Not, the government not, has our best interest at heart. Like it's not good. Yeah. They never have our they never have our interest <laughs> at heart. Shout out democide. And um I mean a lot of points they got I mean for the most part it's a fairly good adaptation, but I feel like I think they took the wrong wrong thing away from it. Yeah. And uh the notion that he's not England prevails. He's not a person. He's a symbol. Yeah. Right. He doesn't actually. Kind of like Prince. Yeah. He doesn't exist. Like yeah. for real. Because like uh, at the end of the graphic novel, spoiler alert, um, he dies. We know that. Um, Evie takes up the garb of the Guy Fox. Yeah. And rallies uh, in London to let them know that I'm still here. Fuck the government. Fuck these clowns. Yeah. Yeah. They're Man. a bunch of hoes, for real. Shame we don't have a hero like that nowadays. He'd probably just be co-opted by the... Uh, you know, I'll say this, and uh, you might not like it. Uh, I'll change it if you don't like it. Okay. But instead of using inflammatory inflammatory uh, terms and uh, phrases that are historically wrong and uh, to describe a certain type of people, right? Yeah. I saw this on the comment section of several Drudge articles today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they use the term Jaws. <laughs> Jaws? <laughs> yeah. What is it in reference to? Men with tiny hats. Really? Yeah. They're, they're using the term Jaws now to beat the uh, the censor hammer. Ah. The ban hammer, if you will. Because they don't want to use that other word. You can't use the other one. It's very close to the other word, but they're saying Jaws. Well, look at them skating. They're good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at them with some polish. I like that. You know? Which way? I'm sorry. I'm hopping everywhere. This is a, this is a different type episode, but... Yeah. Uh, it had it had me thinking thoughts earlier. You know how what was that one uh, service that we uploaded to for a long time, and then they got shut down, and they got brought back, but it was different. Not Parlor. Gab. Yes, Gab. Yeah. So one of the problems that a lot of people used in order to for them to get hit with the ban hammer was that there were a lot of uh, anti-Semitic people on there making anti-Semitic remarks. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I thought, you know, you look on Zero Hedge. There's a lot of that too. Yeah. Uh, Parlor was accused of it. I never saw any of it. Um, so on and so forth. And they're, they're, you're led to believe that when you leave these traditional systems, YouTube or um, Facebook or any of these other ones, every time you go to another system, you have this like white nationalist presence. Mm-hmm. But how many of those are actually, like, what percentage of those do you think are actually government paid trolls in order to use them? Oh, a fair amount. I would have to say a lot because I actually. I, I think I told you this. I don't remember if I did or not. I actually, I ran into a real life white supremacist last week. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I was just, I was at an establishment. I was getting an item. And there were a lot of people there. And as I look in front of me, this cat takes off his hoodie. And the back of his shirt had two lightning bolt SS on it. Uh-huh. And it was some like white nationalist biker gang. And I engaged him. And I was asking him questions about his beliefs, and he thought that I agreed with him. Uh-huh. And I was like, huh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. You know? It's crazy. Like, my entire life, I'm 34 years old, 
And I've only, as far as I can remember, I've only really ran into one. You know what I think it is? And we were talking about this the other day. I think because I don't think there's necessarily more or less of them. Yeah, they're just loud. But I feel like extremism. You compared it to the trans movement, I believe. One that uh, uh, extremism. Yeah breeds more extremism of its opposite kind, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know what's fucking crazy? The day after we talked about that, and you talked about how you'd seen that dude, I was at a local grocery store. <clears throat> not actually local. It was actually further down the road. Not where I live. Down the Surprisingly, road. Like, you'd think you'd see something like this where I live. But you actually, I've never seen anything like this, right? Yeah. Um, And I went through the dairy aisle, and... Just moseying along, I was getting some cream cheese, you know. Doing your thing. Doing my thing. And this couple in front of me, also in the cheese aisle. Looking for dairy. Well, I assume they were a husband and wife. They were wearing matching hoodies. Oh. What was the message? With a white clad hooded figure on the back of each hoodie. Really? And I sat there. I just stared at it for a minute. I was just like... Yeah. I'd never seen that in the wild. And I think the person we were talking to about this, talking about how... Like all the shit that's going on, it has emboldened them, like to just be like out in the open with it. And you're like, I was like looking at him, like, it just kind of, like, what the fuck are you doing? It here, just kind of, it kind of goes to show, like, I guess they well, fuck, I guess they do exist, like, fuck. It kind of goes to show what we've already talked about on several shows that the the I will use they capital they in in quotes. Mm-hmm. They are trying to orchestrate a race war. Whatever it is they're doing with their their AI programming of news stories and uh, societal situations that are happening on a day-to-day basis and this pressure cooker that we find ourselves in that used to be a melting pot, now it's a pressure cooker, uh, it's bringing them out on all sides. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's radicalizing people. Now, we out here in the middle of the sticks are seeing the white version of the black Israelites that you see in the cities. Yeah. Like, Where before, you never saw that shit. I have lived... In southwestern Ohio, most of my life. Yeah. FEMA di- shout out FEMA District 5. Never, ever, ever have I seen people with fucking hoodies with clan with clansmen on them and shit. Yeah. Never. I've never seen that. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I guess I was just a babe in the woods. But like I said, I'm pretty sure that, like, I think it's like... Uh, I think it's one of those things where the powers that be have rushed the proverbial radicals of both sides out of the brush. Yeah, in order to use them exactly as fodder and all for their, own, for their own purposes, so so that that so that like these unicorns proverbially can they could be claimed these Bigfoots unicorns whatever you want to call them they could be like look they exist they exist on See? on either side and that's just further like this is us talking from FEMA District 5 talking about what we're seeing. I'm sure you guys have seen it all out there. Feel free to hit us up in the comments section or over at bunsandtubs@gmail.com and let us know what you've seen or experienced. But I can't even remember. I, I hate the fact that I have a low thiamine level or uh maybe maybe it's an omega issue, but my memory's fucked, right? Yeah. As of late, there was someone I was talking to. I want to say it was either uh the locksmith or Brother Elmo. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you know who I'm talking about, and it's actually you, and I'm wrong. Correct me, and I will correct it. Yeah. But um, they were telling me they grew up in a rural area, mm-hmm. and or wait, fuck, almost had it, lost it. Damn it! 
sorry. Anyway, they grew up in a rural area, and the leader, because they had a clan presence out in that area, mm-hmm. I want to say it was a locksmith. Yeah. But every day, there was a local diner in this town, and every single day, there was a black mayor, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Sedblow. Okay. And uh, he told me that in his small town, in the same FEMA district that we live in, there was a strong clan presence. Uh-huh. He's like, none of them were like crazy. They, they weren't dragging people behind pickup trucks or they weren't burning shit in people's yards. Yeah. They were just fucking there. They were just like a rotary. <laughs> they, they were there for, yeah, they were there for preservation of like whatever. What culture, what have what These dudes, it was, their, it was their pressure release valve for society. Yeah. yeah. That area was mostly uh, people from the Caucasoid region. Yeah. And... But somehow they'd elected a black mayor. Okay, then. And one night, this uh, mayor's, it's like his nephew or some semi-close relation uh, got caught by a white cop coming through town, Mm -hmm. and the vehicle smelled of marijuana, Mm -hmm. and this was back when marijuana was a big deal, Mm -hmm. and it had like a taillight out or something. They were bumping, uh, okay, yeah, it's going to be wah-wah, don't worry about it. it, yeah. But- Bumping that music is like three in the morning. So the cop stops him. He smells this shit. And uh, he's like, you know, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm driving through, going to, you know, whatever he was doing. Yeah. He's like, got any marijuana in the car? He's like, yeah, I do. It's in the trunk. He's like, let me get your ID. He goes and runs his ID, no warrants. He's like, have a good one. Yeah. Go and get out of here. And then that dude activated the uh, NAACP, tried to make an issue out of it. Even the NAACP chapter was like, bitch, fuck you. Like, he didn't do shit. He let you go. Yeah. So anyway, I say all that to say this. The black mayor, every single day, was at the local diner with the head of the clan, the Grand Wizard. They would sit together at a table, and they would eat, have coffee, and kick it. That's where we're at. Not where they want us to believe we are. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I can't remember the dude's name, but the other's that black dude that goes around and talks to Klansmen. Yeah. And gets them to derobe. Right. Like, be like, hey, we're all fucking, we're all fucking brothers. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I was talking about the other day. I was like, you know, I was like, here's what it is, really. I was like, all the left wants to give, not even left. I can't even say left, because you know what? The left are just us, too. Right, for the most part. Yeah, well, that's just another tactic they use to divide and conquer. So, let's just call them what they are, the elites, right? <clears throat> yeah. The elites who pretend to be left. The elites put out the memos that... <clears throat> the, the the elites that pretend to be left, right? Right. They, um... Fuck. Yeah, Thiamon levels, my dude. Maybe yeah, that's why I've been it. writing shit on my hands all the time. I can't you remember anything. It's like that movie Memento. Like, <laughs> I was like, they, they offer empty platitudes... So they could continue to be elected. I was like, that don't mean anything. Like getting, like maybe asking a publisher to stop publishing some Dr. Seuss books and da da da. When there's real issues, and, and you know, I don't know if you're in the room. We were talking about this, but I was talking about this with an African American, and it's a t- I was there. It's a touchy subject. I brought it up because I said, listen, I was like, the issues between law enforcement and the African American community. I was like, there are there are our policy, there are things that can be done to try to stop this and begin to turn the tide yeah. and turn it around. I was like, there you can you can set policy to end these problems. 
permanently. Yeah. I was like, it's easy. It's super easy. I was like, but they don't want that. I was like, think of it how like- They don't want to fix the problem. Well, it's like how doctors, they don't want to cure a patient. They want to treat a patient because curing a patient gets rid of a customer. Wow. It's the same thing because you you want to treat a, a voter, but you don't want to cure a voter. No, because then you lose your business. Exactly. I wouldn't put it on doctors necessarily. They're just- uh Overpaid, uneducated uh, drug dealers from the fucking pharmaceutical industry. But you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like they all they do is offer empty platitudes to continue to get fucking elected. (laughs) Here's a drug that you're going to need three more drugs in order to keep the problem. When they don't even they don't even actually fix anything. Yeah, and just continue to perpetuate the cycle where it's a us versus them. Continue the whether it be it's a classist problem. You know, black versus white, left versus right. They they gay straight trans. Non-trans. Cisgendered, whatever. Right. Fucking all this shit. They keep doing all of this fucking shit, right? Yeah. When in reality, if we implemented simple measures, right, say to fix the black and white problem, say to fix it, I mean, the left and right thing is a little bit more, there's some ideological problems, but I think we can, I think we could come to a a compromise, right? I think if we uh, mandated natural law and schooling, it would get rid of the problem. But, because here's the problem. Really, once we uh, uh, once we evolved past the political spectrum and the race spectrum, mm-hmm. and pull back and realize where the true <clears throat> division amongst the classes is, yeah, and that's the elite and the poor. I don't even say the rich and the poor, no, because being elite and being poor is more, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is a for, is a better distinction. The rich are just poor people who had a good idea and monetized it and were able to figure out the tax scheme that the elites put in place. The, but Prove me wrong. And the thing is, is and, and, you know, people say this all the time, if, if but, you know, and if you can reach across the, the, the aisle at somebody who doesn't think like you think yeah. and be like, listen, the pro- like the problems that we have they they use this. It's all. It's like a circus. It's all window dressing. It's all illusion. It's all sleight of hand. Theater. They're, it's yeah. It's secure. It's theatrics. Yeah. It's just theatrics. That's all it is. It just keeps you distracted. Bread and circus. Yeah, from the real fucking problems, which is that no matter what happens with us, because they could give shit shit else about us. We're just fucking ants to them. Their art. Their term is useless eaters. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to destroy the air quotes middle class so that we're all in the government dole and the poor. And if you don't shut you know, shut the fuck up, you won't get your UBI. Like they're completely cool with their words becoming our violence. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Because as long as their words continue to be our violence, our violence will never be brought sought upon them. We'll never they'll never know our anger. Right. I was like, I was talking about, I think I might have bit off more than I could chew with somebody the other day, because I was basically like telling them, I was like, listen, I was like, I think uh, it's coming to a point where we've tried their way for long enough. I was like, uh, you know, it's about that time for guillotines. Yeah. I mean, fuck, we were almost there. They were setting them up at those protests there for a while. Because they're going to continue to push us down. Yeah. Or to keep themselves propped up and, and, and preach to us about highfalutin notions of carbon footprints and shit like that while they continue to fucking dine on caviar and fly in fucking private jets while they're making us fucking eat synthetic meat. The same people that are talking about banning the use of fossil fuels, air quotes, you know, but they're they're blasting those jets around everywhere. Yeah. I had a story I wanted to read. 
it kind of touches on what we first talked about with the, uh, well, I mean, it, we, we mentioned Orwell a few times, so it's not that far of a stretch. Did you get on Zero Hedge at all today? No, I haven't. You know how it is. If you don't save the article, they're so quickly autistic at posting new stories, it's hard to find. This one's, are you ready? Mm-hmm. This one's titled Freedom Bracelet. Mm. Tracking device launched as alternative to quarantine. And this comes from our uh, Jaws friends over, you know, in the Middle East. Oh, okay. Uh, it was authored by everyone's favorite, Tyler Durden. Nice. <clears throat> Israel has rolled out what it call what it's calling a freedom bracelet, a tracking device that will serve as an alternative to a two-week quarantine for anyone entering the country from abroad. Uh, the device, which looks like a smartwatch, is being produced by a company called Supercom which has previously worked with governments of several countries on systems to track and monitor prisoners. Uh, Ordan Trablesi, the CEO of Supercom, said, We call it a freedom bracelet because we're not looking to lock anybody up, but rather giving them an opportunity to go home and be tracked by the government if they try to leave the house. That's not in the quote. Uh, Nobody is forced to do it, but for those who are interested, it gives them another option. More flexibility, she added. She or he, I don't know. It seemed like a few money to me. That was sexist of me. They're trying to manipulate the culture again. This is my, it's much like the freedom, uh, what was it called? The Patriot Act. The freedom bracelet. So, uh, the choices are be locked up for two weeks in a military administered quarantine hotel or take a tracking bracelet. Look how happy these people are. See them wearing their bracelets yeah. with their their paper masks yeah. that actually cause cancer with the particulates that come off the mask and go in your lungs and never leave. Shout out modern day asbestos. Yeah. Uh, the development comes at the same time as a court ruling demanding the country's domestic spy agency, the Shin Bet, S-H-I-N-B-E-T, two words, must back off of COVID-19 tracing surveillance. The court ruled that the efforts are draconian and a threat to democracy in the country and can only be used in emergencies. Which we're in an emergency, so suck a dick. Uh, is Rail is also operating a two tier society where those who have been vaccinated have a quotes green pass to go where they want, and those who haven't must stay under lockdown. That's the article. I tell you, they got those. They got those uh, freedom bracelets. I tell you, I got something for them. Yeah, you know, since we're just changing the name of things. Is it a nine millimeter? It's called a freedom pill. Freedom launcher. The freedom pills go in the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> You're just launching freedom. Yeah. I could give you a, I could give them a freedom pill every time they feel like it. Now, I'm going to have to be careful with this, but I will say, you know, this uh, this rings of historical fallacy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there was a time in history, I feel like, at least at maybe the Keystone Earth, where a certain type of people, the Jaws, if you will, were put into C-A-M-P-S. Yeah. And they were forced to wear a an arm bracelet yeah so right. it wasn't a bracelet but you know what i'm saying well we since we're changing the name of things to so call it a i don't even know come on you this got is it called arm, uh, you got it armband yeah <laughs> so people are saying this shit heavy in the comments they're talking like wow that's crazy that you came from this history and you're doing this to your own people or people in your country it's weird it's almost like the whole thing was made up like this is feeding that fire oh see that's that's, you know, we're a conspiracy podcast. I understand. That's one that I just... Tell me that the people that aren't making these choices aren't smart enough to know that that's going to be the outcome. It just goes to the same shit we were just talking about where they're trying to stoke the flames. They want people to say these things because it's inflammatory. They want the their words 
like you said, their words cause our bloodshed. Yeah, it, it's like a couple of weeks ago. I don't think we talked about it on the show when um, that woman who worked on The Mandalorian was fired from Disney <sighs> because she basically said, you know, it didn't start with concentration camps. Right. It started with dehumanizing the quote unquote enemy yeah. by saying they're not us. And they're not even worthy of being... They they don't deserve the same treatment that we deserve. Yeah, they don't have rights. And then they fired her. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I mean... That's where we're at now. Beep, beep. Yeah, the whole... Beep, beep, honk, honk. Yeah, as I say, them feeding it, I definitely buy into that. But because there are people who would believe in that. But if they subscribe to uh, Bodes and Tubbs patented conspiracy theory variable system yeah they would be able to figure out it's a simple algorithm simple as a, look at what they're doing and look at what they gain mm-hmm. it's too easy yeah neither of us have been given honorary doctorates yet no but we will maybe well that or we'll be carted away to a fema district five special camp we'll get to go to a well, you know, they'll dope us up with so much Thorazine, we'll think we'll be doing a TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I spend the entire two hours just being like, it's good boy. It's fucking. He's like, yep, yes, he pissed himself again. We're just sitting at, we're just sitting in the yard talking like we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Talking into a pine cone. We've both been, we've both been involuntarily lobotomized, like yeah. shit in our pants. <laughs> talking into an African guard's penis. <laughs> Fucks our face. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a fun one to edit. <laughs> we're no. like comedians, except we're not on stage. We're sitting comfortably in chairs in a smoke hewn room. Yeah, fighting several addictions. You know, Exa- oh man, the, the addictions. Yeah, it's just thiamine levels. You know, I get it. I get it. But it, no, no, it. <laughs> You know, the thing is, though, you think about it when it comes to the whole Israel and the Jaws is that it's been, what, three generations since that? Yeah. So, like, the, the, last, the last of them are, are clinging to life as we speak. I mean, think in our time, there won't be any left. Yeah. That we're alive. There's that's hardly what, any maybe left that's now. Why maybe that's why they're using it so hard because they know they have a fucking closing time window. And the one and but those dudes are probably so old, they don't even like they. They're probably in a nursing home already. They complaining about, it, but no one's listening. Speaking of the uh, people who aren't going to be around much longer, um, <clears throat> and it's the same thing with the digital mark and the tattoos. But you know how those uh, the jaws in those camps were given numbers mm-hmm. for the IBM computers that we sold them. Yeah, you know. Same time Ford was sending over tanks, but whatever, not my business. And Coca Cola was making Fanta. Be less white, they said, yeah. as they helped the Nazis. Yeah, they needed a delicious orange beverage. <laughs> yeah, to to drink. They're like, man, whew, it's been a it's been a hot day at the ovens. I saw this fucking. I need, I need a refreshing citrus drink. Yeah, brought to oh, you by. Thanks, Coca Cola. I really <laughs> enjoyed this Fanta. Brought to you by you know twenty twenty one be less white a cola. I can't even with that. But um, now the new the new favorite thing is to tattoo yourself. Uh, this fucking lame, who I I promise I have no proof of this. I promise you, he only eats vegetable protein. Okay, based on his physique, right? Yeah, he's on Twitter uh-huh. showing you his fucking P twenty two. He don't even have, he don't have twenty two. He's got a fucking airsoft gun. Yeah, for okay. his arm. He's got his CV V scene number. 
mm-hmm. on his arm, tattooed under his bi- his little tiny little baby, little baby, little bitch, little bitch baby bicep. You know, and he's proud of it. And people are like, "The fuck is wrong with you?" I don't throw this word out there too often because I I understand that I have no ill will towards anybody in the LGBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. But fuck that faggot. Mm. And I mean that in the Eminem way, not in the homosexual way. I mean in the what a fucking piece of shit douchebag. <coughs> I don't mean it in the way of like anything I'm, offensive. I mean it in like I'm sorry, I can't think of any other word you, to use to describe that. No, that's that great. behavior. It's a great word. I really can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I the thing is like I I don't apologize. Yeah, if you met me in person, you understand I am one of the most like open, angry. Oh, I'm always angry. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> you know, angry with no prejudice. There is a, there is a line. He hates in, everyone equally. There is a line in Dirty Harry, right, where uh, it's like towards the beginning of the movie, they're trying to give him a new partner, yeah. right? And they're like, tell him why they call you Dirty Harry. And they're like, it's because I hate everybody. Yeah. <laughs> he hates me just as much as he hates his worst enemy. I hate and I hate myself. You know, I'm my own worst enemy. So. I don't. No one hates me as much as I hate myself. I did it. <clears throat> but uh, but we already know you're a racist because you told us you were shopping for dairy. So oh, we've already talked fuck. about that milk story. Man, I let that shit slip too. I know. You I'm admitted slipping. it. I'm slipping. Crip until you slip. You I know? was over in the dairy aisle. You know, it's real white. Yeah. You know? And two people were wearing clan hoodsman like outfits. And I was like, hey, brother, how's it going? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> where's the Where's the rally at? I ain't going wait, to buy what, they no... call it, what they call it, a meeting? A yeah, clan meeting? I'm going to the meeting. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Like, and that's, to... the, that's the thing I think, uh, like, the, the silliness of, like, you talk about being clown world at the beginning of the episode is, is that, like, I, I think I saw a tweet one time. Someone put it far more eloquently than I ever could. They were, like, in reference to just all the the social justice warring and the, the uh, uh, you know, all, all, all of what it is, right? He's, like, telling us millennials, as he is a millennial, um, you blew it. You fucked up. We were on the precipice of probably like some sort of golden age of reason and understanding where we really were going to reach that next level, right? Yeah. But then you had to get into the identity politics. Yep. It pulled fucked it up. And, and, and fucked it all up. We were on a fucking gravy train with brisk biscuit wheels, man. We were the most fucking tolerant, open generation you ever saw. And that's the thing, like I was explaining to someone the other day, I was like, it's not about tolerance. Yeah. Right? Because I'm the most tolerant person, one of the most tolerant people you ever meet. Yeah. But it's about acceptance. Not only just acceptance, but ex- like accepting your worldview and, and expecting me to see your worldview as my worldview when it is not. Mm-hmm. Like, understand, I will give you the respect and dignity you deserve as a human being. So you can have a conversation as a as a millennial, <clears throat> and that word's bastardized. I forget the term. There's a they have subcategories now because we have to be divided at all. It all impasses. Well, we're considered millennials. You know that, right? I thought we were elder millennials. Elder millennials, millennials, because we're like on the cusp of Gen X and and millennial. Yeah. Uh, but the elder millennials are the ones that are taking to TikTok right now, and they're like talking about like, well, you know, I'm not really them. 
you know, the fluoride worked on me, but not as much as these motherfuckers. Well, it's like, and I'll have to agree to that extent. There's, there is a gap. Oh, it's, oh, it's, yeah, absolutely, it's true. There is a gap. Yeah. And there's a night and day difference between us and the next gen. Like, but at the same no, time. Listen, gen Z is going to kill us. I don't care. They are soulless fucking creatures. That's all. I, I hate to be so fucking mean, but they are. You're on they're, that shit, listen, though. You're, you're doing the same shit. You they got, no. You can't, you can't do that. Nah, listen, they're, nah. they're dead behind the eyes, man. They listen, ain't got nothing going on. I get it, but we have to, we have to activate them. We can't, we can't, we use, we can't use terms like soulless, you know, cause that's the, that's that cat, that's that camp talk. We can't be doing that. Uh, I'll tell you this. I had one and I, I'm not going to put his name out there. Uh, one I've been trying to school here for a little while. And I think I, I just almost activated them talking about crypto. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I saw some things as I was helping him understand how to set these things up to start working and doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has all the, the atypical fucking signs like no drive, not really interested in shit, doesn't really give a fuck if he dies, you know. And I showed him like this is possible. Like this is the one thing right now that we have going for us in society. Mm-hmm. The only thing that can really build generational wealth, if you buy into it at the right time and sell at the right time, not a financial expert, and then you take those gains and you buy physical property with them or precious metals, you will survive and you will have created an immense amount of wealth with very little input and you made it. Yeah. But I had him going. He was very lackluster in getting it set up. Like it made me feel bad. But then he gave up because he made a mistake. Hmm. I can't really say much else because someone related is listening, but I'm going to continue to keep trying. And I think that's, that's our thing. <clears throat> it takes it back to stewardship. Mm-hmm. He's not my son, right? Yeah. But I'm treating him like my son. I'm trying to be the, the dad that I wish I had at that time Yeah. to help me along the path. A mentor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not a daddy. That's weird. See, I'm glad you could do that kind of work. You know me. I'm, I'm well. I mean, but at the same time, if you were tested by the universe with that, with somebody that you were close to, and you had that type of a a relationship, I feel like you'd do the same yeah. thing. I'm I'm the angry hermit. You know what I, I mean? I get it. Like, but the universe saw fit to put him in my that, life. That's good. I feel like it, good. I I don't want to I don't discount you at all. You you can talk shit about yourself all you want, but. It's self-limiting. I feel like if it came down to the pipe and you had a similar situation, you'd be like, I'm going to help this bitch. Well, it's like, you know, I I, <coughs> I might, I'm not one to, it's a pearls before uh, pearls before swine thing. You know what I mean? Like That works for the masses, but does it work for future generations? Well, well, that's the thing, though. Like, I'll, you know, you cast out a, I cast out a pearl or two, and if they don't, if they don't take it. Then I, I move on my merry way. But if they eat those, maybe I'll give them a couple more pearls. But it. then I always have a. I my problem is is that once I feel like I've, I've hooked them, I got I, I I've started to get them in. Then I like, I start dumping them on them, you know, and I overwhelm them. No, I'm <laughs> and, they're, and, they're, yeah. and they're like they get nervous and and think I'm crazy and I'm and it's like I just want you to be where I'm at now. Yeah. I want you to save yourself all the time. An agony it took me to get where I was at. But they have and, a lot and, of the and, and jump ahead. They have a lot of the same characteristics that we have as a generation. 
at least as elder millennials or whatever the fuck category box you want to slide us into so we're all different and we fight each other. But um, they don't trust authority. They don't care about bullshit. Like, if you or I were to have a conversation with a boomer about, like, you know, like, let's say boomers that rode the Trump train, right? Yeah. And they want to, it's almost like, it, I've heard a few people in the last couple of weeks talk about wanting to slide back on fucking gay marriage. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Why do you give a fuck if the gays get married? Yeah, why? Like, like what, what do you, are you living in like, like. That's the same shit as saying st- like, we need separate water fountains. You just, yeah, you just say. Shut the fuck you up. You start talking about like getting AIDS and shit now and stuff like that. Like, is that what the kind of shit you're on? Yeah. Like. Fuck out of here. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up! <clears throat> like they're on, they're on board with all that shit. You know, it's we like have a lot of similar beliefs. This goes back, like I was saying, I, I'll, I'll cast a couple pearls, right? Yeah, I was having a conversation with a, a, a boomer the other day. <clears throat> okay, boomer, and uh, we got on the topic of immigration, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I was like. You know what I give a fuck about? I was like paying income taxes. I was like, because here's what it is: taxation and stuff. If I didn't have to pay income taxes, I, I was like, you know what? I was like, I gave him my whole spiel about how I felt the founding fathers believed that ultimately, like the idea of America and its freedoms would spread to the world as like a thought virus, right? Except yeah. the good, it's like a good virus. I don't know how to explain that. They also kind of believed that natives were just pro- like furniture. I'm sorry. No, no, no. But talking shit. <clears throat> but the I think like. Take away all the, the, the shit about them being humans, yeah, because yeah. humans are flawed, right, right, and they're higher notions, right, of what freedom is. Yeah, they had a birth of something beautiful. Yeah. And, and you know, of course- uh, it, Illuminated, they, if you will. And, of course, they fucked up their kid, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, what it started out as, the, the, the purest notions of it, right, were, were good things. Yeah. And- All men. Are created equal. Right. And I feel like uh, that idea, It's I compared it to how Marx said that he thought that his ideas about socialism or communism would be such a good example set upon the world that inevitably the whole world would become communist because uh, it would be such a good thing. Till greed took over. Well, yeah, and, and you know, power-hungry douchebags. Yeah. And that's, that, that's kind of where I said it, where it was like, I was like, it's like a, I, I said thought virus before. Let's think of it like a thought probiotic, mm. right? Like yeah. it's, it's good. Trust your good. Good brain flora, right? Yeah, right. To, to get in there. And I was like, and the notion of being an American would, wouldn't be like something physical. Like you wouldn't be a unit citizen. You just, you, you, you bought yeah. and subscribed to the notion. You would go and what force your controllers to give you the same freedoms. Exactly, that you were duly granted by birth. That there was no, that there would be no citizenship. There would be no more borders. No more invi- imaginary lines. You, exactly. Yeah. And, and like I said, I inevitably dumped too many pearls. So and then he threw up. He or she yeah. threw up. And he was like, "You're fucking crazy." Who was that? Uh, well, he didn't say I was crazy, but he was just. He thought like he thought there has to be borders and there has to be all that. And I was like, no, there doesn't. I was like, and here's what it is. I was like, for real, when it comes to immigration, I was like, really? I was like, how many white dudes are lining up to pick strawberries, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, for real, like, they're not really taking our jobs. If anything, the government, the, work. if anything, the government's taking our jobs. Because <clears> if, and you know, I'm not, I'm not on the Trump train, but if Trump proved anything, you know, you're the president, 
that that was before him said the jobs aren't coming back. We're not going to get jobs back. Da 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 da. Well, when you fucking when you untether the fucking free market a little bit a little and bit. let it do its thing, yeah. You watch fucking suddenly there was a fucking boom of jobs back. You couldn't. That's weird. You though. couldn't get motherfuckers to take these motherfucking jobs. The thing is that when I watch the news, they tell me that uh, DT's economy was the worst we've ever had. Well, that I know that's bullshit because I lived in it. Oh, okay. And that was pros- so you were there. Yeah, quite possibly some of the most prosperous years I've ever lived. That's weird. I mean, I guess that coming from a point of quote unquote privilege because I'm a white male cisgendered yeah. person buys milk. It buys milk, dairy, and shit. And shit. <laughs> but it, it goes back to show, like, and I was like, if you get rid of, I was like, my only gripe is the fact that I have to pay an income tax, and undocumented workers don't have to. Yeah, I was like, if they, if they were, I was like, and in fact, I'd say just get rid of it, and then you just have consumption taxes. You know what we did less of too is bomb brown kids. Yeah, which was nice. I was like, you bring back consumption taxes. I was like, then everybody who's buying things is inevitably buying into the system that we're supposed to believe in. Yeah. If we could just get rid of the whole killing other people that are innocent from other countries and uh, the tax situation with the consumption tax, I feel like that would be a lot less karmic rebound. As much as our founding fathers fucked fucked us up, I feel like inevitably there were things they told us that we haven't followed, like, I don't know, getting involved in foreign entanglements. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Like the like, well, luckily, really time. The only time we fucked around with that shit is like when like the Barbary pirates were fucking around with our merchant ships and stuff <laughs> like that. Like that's when we're like, fuck them. Nope, not we. Nope, not today, Satan. I mean, discounting westward expansion. Yeah, but then again, that's in an age when we still believe when when there was you know conquering was still a thing. Yeah, you know. Well, just wait. We got a space force. We're out there now. Supposedly, it's just it's time. It's time. It's time to start conquering, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Meh. The new age of conquering. Imagine these new minerals we're about to find on other planets. Man. And all the all the uh, peaceful, you know, people that were- Now we're just going to be bombing green people, you yeah, know? Yeah, we can all agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them green motherfuckers. Oh, I hope the aliens that are listening to this podcast can understand fucking- We're being ironic. I was being ironic. I was not being real. And unfortunately, irony is lost on people these days. Especially I green mean, people. And that's the worst part is like, I wish, I really wish we could just go through and and air this episode <laughs> without edits or anything like that and just let you see the unfiltered episode. Maybe we should just let it roll from now on. We're going to get banned faster than shit. I don't care. I could think of six things what if right that's now. The, what if that's the thing we need, though? What if that's the thing that spurns? Because you know, we say it every episode just about, like, you need to follow us on BitChute. You need to follow us on LBRY. We, well, if we just went fucking ham. What if we just went ham balls? Listen, if we got like fucking 10,000 unique downloads from BitChute, then yeah, I'd fucking go ham. Maybe we just need to lean in. But, woo! <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I don't know what you plan on getting out. There's only one thing for sure. Yeah, but yeah, I get it. But I feel like even if you left it completely unedited, they would understand the message. They would understand that I'm not being I'm not being that way. Yeah. Well, that's the problem though, is that people have a hard time with irony these days. They don't or satire for that matter. You know who doesn't have a problem with it though? In all honesty. Who? The Bones and Tubs tribe. 
True. We're growing a tribe. We're all going down river trying to find the promised land, right? And we're all in at least two to three main canoes. Yeah. And the water is made of clowns. See, we're the thing in a clown is, river. I don't even think we're necessarily like the chiefs of said tribe. No, nah, there's no chiefs. We're more like the medicine men. Yeah. yeah. I'm a shaman. Yeah, we're both shaman. Hey, come up here. We're magic men. Got some ayahuasca for you. Yeah, listen, we're going to... Let's go talk to the machine elves. Quit yeah. being a bunch of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I think yeah, that about wraps it up for us. That's cool. Um, yeah, like he said before, we're trying to build a, a tribe. Yeah, shout know. out to uh, Frank Castle. Oh, I got a Frank. Ca- I got one or two Frank Castles. I also wanted to mention real quick. I was talking last uh, two to three weeks ago to JMY Five. My schedule's been a little crazy, so we haven't been able to Palavar. But uh, he mentioned a thing, and I I don't think we've talked about it. I want to see where your brain was with it. Are you ready? Shit, did you change the password again? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll give it to you. Hold on. You got it? No. Oh, shit. Try uh, I don't even fucking know. I had to reset it the other day because I had an, e- or an email popped up in the secondary email about someone else trying to access it. Oh. I'll have to check the computer. Okay. If you have access, I started a couple of emails from okay. last week. Uh, I was talking to JMY5 about this immigration thing that we were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, a lot of these countries that these immigrants are coming from, they don't give a fuck about the government. He's like, what if that's their biggest downfall and our biggest gain? It's the fact that we we bring in a lot of these immigrants and then they start like feeling the fucking heat for this shit and they're the ones that inevitably help us overthrow the system. That'd be great. I love that idea. Yeah. Shout out JMY5. That's called- JMY5 Internet Studios. On Instagram, jmy5.com. Check him out. He's our he's our artist. That's called intersectionalism. Yeah, boy. Yeah, you know, the, the SJW's been using it for a while. I lied to you. I think we played that one last week. I'm going to be honest with you. I would listen to that dude give me the weather report every fucking day. Talking about Frank Castle you and have Three the, Amigos? Yeah, you have. he has the voice of an angel, straight yeah. up. Straight angel. Yeah. Savage. Like, seriously, and it's, it's a voice... Perfect for the weather report. The chances... Do you remember when we recorded our last episode? Had to be last Monday. After or before the 23rd? Or was it Tuesday? Or was it Wednesday? So anyway, back to the three amigos. We'll see if this one fits. I don't remember if we played this one or not, so if it's a double play, I apologize. Good evening. Bones and Cubs drive. Gracious hosts. Uh, Wellness check. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we played that one already. Here's another one. I think this is in reference to our last episode. Hello, Bones and Tubs. Wonderful show, once again. Failing infrastructure, power structure. Did you guys hear about the story in Florida, was it last week, the week before, where somebody remotely hacked into the water supply of a town in Florida. I forget the name of the city. We talked. Yeah, yeah, we mentioned it in the hacker episode. They uh, hacked in remotely and increased the uh, amount of lye going into the water supply to horrendously dangerous levels. Luckily, uh, people who work for the water system out there caught the problem before it became... I like to think it was a terrifying text noise. Before it became <laughs> way more of a problem, like life-threatening, they were able to catch it. But still, you know, 
people can just hack the, uh, the water supply, which is, a uh, you know, makes a lot of sense when you look back at the uh, Horizon hack you guys were talking about. And then not too long. I'm going to pause that real quick and tell everyone to go and research Cyber Polygon. Not too long after that, the biggest state in this country goes down in power. We boil notice for most of it. I think the Texas DJs. I think the Texas DJ is still on a boil notice. But. Total Chad move we'll taking a giant us. fucking dump while he does one of these recordings. <laughs> totally not a Chad, it's not big dick energy. <laughs> really time to take care of yourself because we can't count on the city for anything. That seems. Stay safe, kids. I love your messages, my dude. <laughs> it's hard to tell which I love more, though. I either love them, like, listening to them or playing them for everyone. God bless us, that, everyone. That big dick energy taking, I, I assume taking a dump. Let's just say he was taking a dump. I'm gonna I think say he was. It, I'm going to say it again. I don't know who is responsible for making the uh, animated videos of the Joe Rogan podcast, but he needs to get hit to the Bones and Tubs podcast. <laughs> he doesn't have to. I mean, he can definitely edit the entire episode into a video, but I at least want him to do. Listen, I, you know what? I, I want Meat Canyon to fucking do it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the one of Peppa Pig the other day? No. I, You're going to watch it here in a little bit. Okay, then. <laughs> I, was, I wanted to show it to my son. But oh, I have to show it to him when he's at least 17. Yeah. <laughs> Check out Meat Canyon on YouTube and let all of them know in the in the comments that Bones and Tubbs sent you. Yeah, that'd be great. That's those that's our people right there. Yeah. Those are the new tribe members. Maybe. Well, hey there. I can't even get. Hey there, Joshua. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> I can't even get. Aren't you missing something? I can't even get a battle bun on board with Meat Canyon, man. Every time I play it, she gets mad. <laughs> but borderline violent. That about wraps it up for the show. Chips. But you know, there's ways to get a hold of us. Well, there are over at uh, bonesandtubs@gmail.com, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram.com forward slash bonesandtubs, Facebook.com forward slash bonesandtubs. We're on BitChute. Yeah. Uh, the, all the links are in our YouTube description. Yeah. Okay. So head on over to our YouTube channel at least. You know, if you want to hit the like buttons, we appreciate it because it helps us in the algorithm. They're not really hip to us yet. They yeah. fuck with a few of our episodes. We got a strike here and there. But uh, if you want to continue to fuck the man and help the Buns and Tubs Nation, the tribe, if yeah. you will, hit those like buttons, share that shit, comment on our shit, and that'll that'll get more people red-pilled. And then you can go over after we're banned. You can check us out on BitChute, but yeah. copy the link. We're also on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Buns of Tubs. Help us, we're broke. Venmo, you know? PayPal, and Cash App. Listen, I know that Sleepy Papa Joe yeah. is about to drop drop them bands on us. Yep. So uh, if you think, in the grace of your good heart, you want you want to drop a fiver on us, do whatever. Something. We really but, appreciate it. We uh, want to get a green skin. You want to know uh, why... You want to know why our podcast disappeared for a week? It's because my broke ass couldn't pay for the podcast. <laughs> We're gonna we want to get a green screen, you know. Then you could have videos of us with like a be a news agency. We could have like a shark behind us. We could have that that black dude with the huge cock behind us. We could just continuously play continuously play videos of Joe Biden sniffing children. 
you know over and over again yeah or i mean whatever the next cute cat videos dogs i don't give a shit man don't even talk to me about that i'll even show you my puppies i saw a funny tiktok earlier we also like to thank jmy5 jmy5.com jmy5 internet studios at instagram let them know that you were from the bones of tubs tribe yeah. We also have Blood of the Brave, Blood of the Brave at Bandcamp, Blood of the Brave dot com, Blood of the Brave on uh, Instagram, Blood of the Brave, aka Kyle Reese at Twitter. He does. He's the one that does that fantastic intro and outro music. Mm-hmm. Fantastic anarchist uh, rapper. Yeah. Let him know. Let him know, boys and girls. We sent you. Let him know. We'd like to thank y'all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope between now and then you say safe. Yeah. Um. Tell them how hard it was to find ammo. Maybe they should go Man, buy some ammo. It's super <laughs> hard to find ammo. You guys might need to buy some. If you see it, buy it. I went today, and the guy was like, we just got it. He's like, I just got a shipment of 9mm this morning. And he's like, it's already gone. Yeah. And he's like, I bought two boxes. And I was like, I almost was like, like thinking in my head, I was like, I'm about to pay this. I was like, give me one of them boxes. I'll give you $30 right now. Yeah. Tell me you're about to enter a revolution that's crafted by the leaders without telling me. So right now I just have an oversized paperweight, uh, a very expensive one. Well, there's nine mil in there. If you need it, I won't be mad at you. Uh, well, just make sure you let me have my other guns back. Copy. I can never take them back because I'm never in the proper state of mind when I leave. But shout out felonies. We hope you guys stay safe, and we hope to see you guys next time. We love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest, the straightforward, and doing that is. People know where you stand and they take, try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black yeah. Windows have crashed yeah. Scoping out the scene Before they attack Had they on bad guys In most people's eyes Most trust them with their life Cause they got a badge and tie Gifted a position given to them by a system I set it all up To put the kids in the prison This is non-fiction Non-violence It's just listen They got a mission To imprison your mind and soul This ain't nothing new But we survive what we're sold And don't believe in ourselves But believe what we're told And we're all molded by a machine That gets in your dreams self-esteem and I've been scolding and told who I should be but I'll never conform I was born to be free to set up and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth it's a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth giving numbers of birth yeah, that's a fact, deny it if you want But I'll do the math, I face facts and understand How to overstand the plan with my mind intact And I got more than a plan, I got hope and belief Dreams of faith and know damn well That's what they want to take, it's a weapon Fear is aggression and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out 
a way in and any way you go you'll see a many men over there and everywhere they're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes they don't play fair that's a jump out boys with the plastic toys draped in all black ready to bring the noise a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth it's a setup and never let up from the cradle to the grave they got you in the cage it's a setup so keep your head up cause it's selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth